Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. can't get that image of you in a fedora with the feather out of my head now. Yeah. And, you Hot see, sauce and you see my fedoras that don't have feathers in no, them. No, they don't. No, they do not. I make it a point not to have pimp hats all over the city to be worried about here. Hot Arke- sauce Freddy. Arkeisha, T. Will and Max. He's Dr. Detroit on me and Fitzsimmons. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. See, that's why things stick to me. Hot when sauce Freddy. To, yeah, I'm never going to get over that. No thanks to those two guys, Keisha Johnson. And Jay Williams were presented by Progressive Insurance at ESPN Radio as well as ESPNU. So load management was the topic du jour for NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, granted, Mac McClung and what he was able to do, that superseded everything. It was just what the NBA needed. But that does mean the load management issue is going to go away. And as far as I'm concerned, it definitely is a money issue for two ways. Number one, you see these players out there. And the man, and more than ever before, NBA teams, NBA organizations, Ian, if there's a chance that you're going to risk furthering an injury to a player that can get anywhere from 35 to $42 million, they're going to, they're going to err on the side of caution. You mentioned earlier about the way they do Major League Baseball pitchers. They're not going to not baby those, those prospects and what they're able to go out there and produce from that standpoint. So they're going to err on the side of caution. They're going to protect their investment when it comes to the superstar players in the NBA. On the other side, the average ticket, family of four, $444 to attend an NBA game last season. That includes four non-premium, t- four non-premium tickets, parking, four hot dogs, two draft beers, and a couple of sodas. When you involve money in something like this, it really gets sticky no matter what side you're on. Load management has been talked about for years now. This goes back to Greg Popovich and almost a protest to the NBA, and the NBA tried to fix this, and they have to a degree. And what we're going back to is that that infamous game where San Antonio is playing four games in five days. The last game is a road game in Miami against LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. What does Pop do? Sends Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili on a different plane to San Antonio. (laughs) I remember that. Yep. Going, you're going to make us play those guys on the fourth game in five days? No. And they almost beat them. With with their with their JV bunch they out really there, right? Did, yeah, they, had, they came close, but they still, had G League players. That yeah. was and on, on the you know DNP old next to Tim Duncan, <laughs> Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker, right? But that's where that's the first time I can remember a team sitting marquee guys, right? But it was it wasn't because the players wanted to; mm-hmm. it was more of a protest to the league. Within well, the league, altered their scheduling. You don't see four games in five days anymore. Right. You're or back-to-backs yeah, like that. Not, yeah. as, not nearly as many, especially on the road. So the league tried to fix that, but now players even more are deciding, you know what? Eh, shin's a little sore today. I'm going to sit. And, and to your point, when Dad and Mom and little Johnny and little Debbie are going to a game and these marquee players, one of their favorite players because of I've learned today from you and Alan Yates that a lot of younger fans aren't truly fans of teams. Mm-hmm. They are more fans of individual stars Absolutely. in the NBA more than any other sport. Yep. When that star doesn't show up and you forked over all that cash and you have no idea whether he's going to play or not play, that is not good for the league. But then the other side of that coin is, do you sit at home mm-hmm. in front of you your fans at your team 
where your ownership is paying for you to be on that floor to put butts in those seats. There have been 70 games that have been aired on ABC, ESPN, or TNT. At least one frontline player did not play in 58 of them. That's a problem. Great article that was written by Ben Rohrbach from Yahoo Sports titled NBA Fact or Fiction. Does the NBA have a load management problem? You get a chance. Read that article because he talked about the beginning article. The NBA has never been rich with high-end talent than it is now. And the product can be a remarkable one when the best players are sharing the court together. Problem is, you never know who you're going to see during the regular season. And the gamble for fans trying to attend these games is costlier than ever. Like I said, when it gets the money, things get sticky. Whether you're a team wants to make sure you get the maximum effort out of a player for that kind of money or somebody out there not making that kind of money and they're placing their hard-earned dollars and hoping that their star's going to be there, and then that disappointment is definitely going to show up when that stars aren't out there because of load management or whatever that team and that player decided to do, do individually or collectively. Uh, you, you still see marquee guys that are, good, that are going to grind. One, because it's for the guy next to him, And then two, it's for the people in the stands. Because without the people in the stands and eyeballs on TVs and ears on radios, guess what? You're not making millions of dollars playing a game. Without without fans, you're not making that kind of coin. And guys like Giannis are going to go out there and grind every single night. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, his entire career, unless he was really hurt, he's out there grinding. You know, Dame Lillard's another one of those guys. But then you have the poster child of load management is Kawhi Leonard. And when Kyrie's like, man, this it, gives us a bad stigma, you know, it's, that negative, you know, term of load management, you know, it's, it's not right to put that on us, then play. If you're healthy, you should be on the floor. End of conversation. Michael Jordan wasn't taking nights off. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. you know, Giannis doesn't. You know, I mean, there are marquee players today that are still out there day in, day out, playing as many of 82 as they physically can. Right. But then you have marquee guys that just and say, you know what, I'm out tonight. What's Why? Because I said so. Yeah, well, what's the old line? You know, bad news always lead more than good news. Yeah. You know, we talk more about the players not being there than the players that are because bad news is always going to sell. That's always going to be a headline maker. And load management has become that bad headline maker when it comes to the NBA. Ross in Long Beach, he wants to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Ross, we have to say with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. So, you know, what you're talking about is one reason why the XFL is going to succeed this year. People are fed up with the high money they're paying to go see their favorite players in basketball not playing. I know a lot of people that are done with the NBA because of it. They could care less. And that's all good for the XFL because when football ends, it's, well, what do we do now? We don't like the NBA anymore. We don't watch it. What do we do to fill that void? Now we've got the XFL, and we're going to be watching it. Well, we'll see when the playoffs roll around with the NBA because we are definitely a football nation more than ever before. Football, it doesn't push the needle. Football is the the needle. needle. (laughs) There's no planting needles or pushing needles. No, football is the needle in the United States. But something about playoff basketball, people are going to pay attention. And you got, believe me, starts to be playing in playoff basketball. You get a Steph Curry in Golden State in a playoff series, and let's say the Lakers make the series, the casual fan won't be thinking so much about the XFL. I'll, I'll watch that later. LeBron and Steph Curry or John Moran and somebody else, stars will be there. You, I understand his point about the regular season. Stars don't miss NBA playoff games if they're healthy. That doesn't happen. 
So we'll see exactly how that's going to manifest itself, even though the XFL's gotten off to a great start. Matt in Pennsylvania, what do you got to say about load management in the NBA? Hey, Freddie Coleman, thanks for taking the call. Big fan of yours. So if you buy a $444 plane, you get to insure that for $20 if you can't fly. So why can't you just insure for $20 if your star player doesn't play, you get a refund on those tickets? Because I'll tell you what, I'm a Knicks fan. When I buy a Knicks ticket, I'm not going to see Jalen Brunson play. I'm going to see my Knicks play and win a game. So, like, if you got a fan out here being like, oh, Kyrie Irving's not a team player, he's not playing, like, you know, hey, hey, Matt, the Matt assumption Rube. is that that guy's not a team player. But, like, if you're, if you're not actually going to see your team play, you're not a team fan either. So, like, what are we talking about here? Matt, how old are you, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? I just I just turned forty years old. I got two little kids. I mean, you know, if I if I go to a Knicks game, I'm going to see the Knicks play and win. Like, and if you made if you literally if you made that insurance rider, like you got to pay twenty dollars. If Jalen Brunson doesn't play, I get my money back or I get a refund or whatever the case may be. Uh, obviously, the NBA can figure that out from a business standpoint. But then it puts the it puts the onus on me. Like, okay, okay. Now, if he doesn't play, am I really going to not go to that game? Like, there's so much, there's so much about the game, that experience that I that I still want to go hmm. and bring my two sons and see that game at the Garden. Hmm. Plus, I mean, you know, it's a it the the season is a marathon season. To use that, you know, Jalen Brunson, he knows his body. He's a professional athlete. If he if he needs to take a day off, you know what I mean? Maybe it helps us in the playoffs down the road because he's more well rested. I mean, I don't, I'm not naive enough to think that like. You know, I'm going to tell these – just because I buy one ticket, I need to tell these players how to manage their professional year. I mean, come on. Matt, it's an interesting concept it as really far is. as the insurance part. I don't know what Mark Cuban or any other owner would, would think about that. Um, but I don't hate it, what I, he had I, to say. <laughs> I don't hate you, it, it's, in, it's intriguing, yeah. Yep. I mean, you, you, it's, I don't it's hate it. like insuring your trip. You know, here's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lakers are coming to town or Giannis is coming to town, and you – you want to buy the insurance on the tickets, and that it's up to you, and it's, that's your option. That, that's that's an intriguing one that that I would be curious to hear from ownership. But then, Go ahead. he said, "Yeah, he's pulling for his Knicks, Knicks. Yeah. not an individual. Yeah. He's forty, right?" Alan Yates, for people just tuning in, you coach seventh and eighth graders, which is disturbing on one level, but. <laughs> It He's is also. I'm not. I'm really. I'm not. I'm really <laughs> worried about these children. I'm going to call their parents. But when it comes to that age, they're not fans of the Knicks. They're fans of an individual, and they're not worried about whether LeBron is, or or let's just go with Kyrie or Kawhi. Yeah. If they're not playing against the Knicks, that's what they're worried about. They're, they're worried about the individual, not the team. Yeah. Yeah. So my question, because I was, it's amazing I was going to, to ask Freddie this, like, yeah. do does. Is an aspect of load manage, load management also concurrent of where you are in terms of your fandom? Like if you're if you're a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. you're paying to see the opposing team come most of the time. A lot of times, because yeah. you know that the star players are going to play at Madison Square Garden. That, that's a fair. You point. can't say the same about them. They might not play that second game or that first game in Utah or Charlotte, but they're going that's to play fair. in Philly. They're going to play in New York. They're going to, they're play, going to play in, in, in Dallas, Angeles. for yeah. example. Yeah, you're, that's a fair point. To your point, Alan, because stars want to play where the Broadway stage is going to be the brightest. And if you're playing against a Los Angeles team or you're playing against a Luka Doncic team, against the Dallas Mavericks, yeah, those kind of things do matter to star players. You don't get that kind of luxury in the NFL because every game matters. I you have 17 of them. Yeah, but 82 games in the NBA, there are going to be plenty of spots. Say, well, Shaw's not any good. We can beat them without me. 
Yeah, I'm going to sit out. I'm going to sit out the Jazz game, but oh, we got the Lakers, and then we play the Knicks, right. and then we go to the Sixers, right. and then we play the Celtics. Right. Now, yeah, I'm playing those yeah. four. Now it used to be the same way with Memphis, where they wouldn't do that. But now since John Morant got there, oh, you, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not punking out. I'm going to show up to play against that guy. So yeah, it not only depends on where you're playing, but also who you're playing against when it comes to stars missing games and not missing games. That's a fair point. Keep weighing in about this, getting a lot of reaction about load management and the NBA. We're going to play what Kyrie Irving had to say about why it's bad narrative for the NBA, and then you can bring your own narrative at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Freddie Coleman, Ian Fitzsimmons, for the guys today, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. Tune in. Don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio as well as ESPNU. We're going to get back to more NBA load management. Plenty of people want to weigh in on this at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll do that in about 10 minutes. But college basketball, it's not an ugly head. It's a beautiful head. Now that's going to get all of the spotlight. We are less than three weeks away from Selection Sunday. Let's bring in our man, Myron Metcalf. Does a great job covering as a college basketball reporter for ESPN. Hit him on Twitter at Metcalf by ESPN. He's here thanks to Wendy's. Two for six bucks. It is the best deal in fast food. Myron, before we get to that, when I say load management, which is not a problem with college basketball, but definitely in the NBA, brother, what do you say about that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, if you're a fan, you hate it, right? You don't want you want to go to a game and not see the stars playing. Um, at the same time, it's it's a long season, and if you got guys who signed hundred million, two hundred million dollar contracts, you want them to be as healthy as possible, especially late in the year. Like I heard what Anthony Edwards said about it, and said, "Hey, everyone should play." He's 21. He doesn't know anything. You know, of course he's saying, I'm going to play every game. You know, wait until Anthony Edwards gets to be about 32, 33, and he's got a couple of uh, eight-figure deals under his belt. He's going to have a different perspective on all of that. All right, man. What are your thoughts on younger fans being fans of individual players, not so much a team? That This one stunned me today. I, I, I can't grasp that concept of not being a fan of an actual team. Your reaction? I think that's how the world is changing, right? Like yep. how many guys are invested in the NFL or people in general because of fantasy football? 
how many football fans are out there of just a team versus 10 athletes that you like? You know, I think so. A lot of things have changed. The personalities are really big. Social media has changed a lot. You know, you can follow LeBron James. You couldn't follow Michael Jordan. We didn't know anything he was doing unless we saw him on the quarter in some commercials. So I think that connection has been different as well between young fans and the athletes that they love to track and follow. Well, the connection between college basketball and young fans, we know that's going to increase, especially getting closer and closer to the selection Sunday. And everything is different in terms of college basketball. Alabama's number one in the country. When did they become a basketball school? I have no idea. I'm sure Nick Saban's not happy about that. <laughs> he was at the game. He should Saturday. be at the game. His, that team played better than his football team this year. Oh, it, it, oh like, where's the oh, line? He lose two games, Byron, on the road in overtime, and all of a sudden it's done. Not for nothing. Alabama's number one in basketball. Alabama football's not number one. Yeah, shots fired and led as far as I'm concerned. I kid because I don't care. But what has it been like where I can make the case for anywhere from eight to ten teams that have a legitimate shot, not just to make the Final Four, but the national championship, Martin. What are your thoughts on that? Feels a lot like uh, 2011 to me when Kimball Walker led UConn to the national championship sort of out of nowhere. Like I think that's what will happen this year. It'll be one of those years where the hottest team is going to win, not necessarily the best team. you know. And I think Alabama, a guy like Brandon Miller, who I've seen a bunch this season, mm-hmm. could be that guy. you know. But I think there are a lot of other players. Jalen Wilson – at Kansas and what he's been able to do and how good he's been. Obviously, Texas, and there are a lot of other programs that uh, could get hot, you know, and kind of make that run for sure. You're one seeds right now. Who are they? And then give me a sleeper that I can put my hard-earned little bit amount of money on uh, that might be able to make a run when it comes to the tourney. Well, if you follow me, you're going to lose money. So I'll tell you that. I'm better better at telling you how to lose money. I think it's Alabama. I think it's Alabama, Houston, Kansas, Purdue. I think they've been the best Mm -hmm. uh, teams in America so far. You know, I think UCLA and Arizona Mm -hmm. are obviously in that conversation. They've been really good. Baylor and Texas uh, as well. You know, in terms of sleeper, it feels like the whole field. Uh, is a sleeper potentially. Um, I hate you. But, but I think this is good. What was that? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm just – no, hold on. I'm going to get to it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, here we it. come on um, now. Uh, I'll give you one. But I think I, I would watch Missouri. To okay. me, Missouri is a team okay. that a lot of people are going to get to the tournament and they're going to be like, oh, Missouri's back in the mix. Okay, cool. Uh, looks like they've been a decent SEC school. But if you look at the kinds of wins they have, that's what you should pay attention to. They beat Illinois. They beat Kentucky when Kentucky was pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They beat a good Arkansas team. They beat Iowa State. Uh, They went on the road and beat Tennessee, the best defensive team in America. So I I think that's one of those teams where people are going to look at sort of their highs and lows. But if they finish strong the way that I know that they can, uh, they could get hot and make a run. My Metcalf ESPN college basketball reporter just put in an incredulous mode with that statement about Missouri being a sleeper team here at Keyshawn Jalen and Max. On I was not radio. expecting yeah, Mizzou. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give you another another potential sleeper team. We talked to the coach last week on Freddie Fitzsimmons, Northwestern with Chris Collins. They got Boo Booey who can make shots down the stretch. He's tough as nails. They're underrated defensively. That's a team I believe, mine that could get an NCAA tournament. They could be a sweet 16 team. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, the problem, though, Freddie, is you're right, but they're not a sleeper anymore, you know? Fair. I mean, they, they were maybe three weeks ago, but you beat Purdue and Indiana, Iowa back-to-back. I mean, they destroyed Iowa. 
You know, I mean, that, that was incredible. Yeah, I know I, I was still a top 50 team on, on Kimpom, man. Yeah. They're getting hot at the right time. Um, and I think Chris Collins, who was sort of a guy we forgot about after the one run to the NCAA tournament that made history, uh, but they're a really good defensive team. And I think if you can play defense in an open field like this where we don't have a great team in college basketball, you definitely have a chance. But I don't think Northwestern is a sleeper anymore okay. because of the success they've had against really good teams lately. What do you make of the grind that is the bleeping Big 12, man? <laughs> I and love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to watch night in, night out. You have no earthly idea what in the heck is going to happen. So when you look at the Big 12, will this grind help or hurt you know, these teams going into the tournament because of what they've had to endure in the regular season? I mean, they got the last two national champions, you yeah. know, and if mm-hmm. the pandemic hadn't canceled the 2020 tournament, Kansas might have won that too. So, I mean, I think the grind is going to help. You know, every every coach you talk to in America will tell you that their league doesn't have a bad team. Most of them are not telling the truth, right? <laughs> like most of those leagues have a bunch of bad teams. Yep. But, I mean, you can make the case that the Big 12 doesn't have one that they don't have a really bad team. Oklahoma's at the bottom of the standings, but Porter Moser has a team that's had, you know, highs and lows. They're just getting caught in sort of the buzzsaw of uh, what is the Big 12. Texas Tech was on this miserable ride where, you know, people were saying, hey, we got to make a move. Mark Adams isn't the guy. Uh, and now here they are. They won like five of the last seven. That's the Big 12. I mean, it's, it's the one league in America where you can legitimately say you don't have a bad team. And I think that's what's going to help them going forward is the tournament, if you're a Kansas or a Baylor or a Texas, the tournament might be easier than what you've done in your <laughs> yeah. conference slate. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's funny because it's true. Yeah, completely true. Real quick, what, <laughs> what happened in North Carolina? I don't know, man. I was there in Portland with the Phil Knight Invitational when, they, when it started. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. They brought all those guys back. Uh, from the national championship game team. They were up by 12 at halftime in that game. Um, I just think it's one of those deals where when you start high and the collapse begins, if you don't have a guy who can kind of stop that, um, you see what we're have, witnessing right now. So, But this is unprecedented. No team has ever started number one and not made the tournament. Yeah, and they may be trending that way and not in a good way. Great follow on Twitter, Metcalf by ESPN. He's not only a great college basketball reporter for ESPN, but also a catcher for Sunday mornings on ESPN Radio. He is the Maya Metcalf joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Always great to catch up, Mark. Keep with the great work, my man, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah, I think – Jay Bill said the best about the Big 12 on college game day on Saturday when they were at Kansas, when they took on Baylor. He said, that conference has no floor. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the perfect description because it's great for basketball fans like me and you, but for coaches, torture when it comes to Big 12 basketball night in and night out. He brought up Porter Moser in Oklahoma. They Ooh. took Texas at Texas to, mm-hmm. to OT. Yep, and beat the blood out of Alabama in the Big 12 SEC uh, Challenge. I mean, you have no earthly – look at Texas Tech. They went up to Morgantown, took care of a good West Virginia team. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it, that grind of the Big 12, I'm telling you, I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Look at Baylor-Kansas. What a game oh on God. Saturday. Baylor's up big. Next thing you know, it Kansas flipped. like cracked their neck. Went, All right, that's it. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, once Jalen Wilson got going. Mercy. That was it. I, the Big 12 tournament is going to be hellacious. I'm talking about not 
the final four to two weeks championship week man. every game in yeah. the big 12 <laughs> i don't care if it's the bottom feeders or whatever that is going to be tremendous basketball like we mentioned we are less than three weeks away from selection sunday ian fitzsimmons freddie coleman in for the guys today on Keyshawn, j will and max presented by progressive insurance and espn radio the espn app and espnu you all want to continue to weigh in so we're going to let you is load management really an issue or not an issue in the nba 888-729-3776. Your calls are next. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. So load management... Continues to be a dirty, dirty phrase in the NBA. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, in for Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. And a lot of people, and like I mentioned, when it comes to this, all you got to do is follow the money, and you can have any kind of opinion that you want. If you're a fan paying all that money, you're saying, hey, those stars are supposed to be there. If you're the NBA and you're paying these stars all that money, your thought process is how can we make sure they're going to be their healthiest when and if we get into the playoffs? And this is all coming up in case you're wondering why these these guys talking about loads management again. It was posed to a lot of the players at the All-Star game, you know, where you have Kevin Durant also talking about how public trade demands are good for the sport, which I really That's don't silly. get. Yeah, Adam Silver vehemently disagree with that obviously you want to and i'm i like how adam silver put it you want to demand a trade behind the scenes yeah yeah that's that's been going on since the beginning of time but to publicly put it out there i don't believe is good for the nba or any sport yeah but, but in 21st century entertainment athletics that's just how it that's is how it is yep it is and then kyrie irving was asked about load management and he if we had the kyrie irving clip i mean it, it, kyrie talking about load management just listen to this 14 seconds and then we'll react so, because he, he essentially said, it's it puts a negative stigma mm-hmm. on players. Yeah. Well, if you're out there grinding, then you're you're not having that negativity, be, you know, on your brand. Here's Kyrie. I don't know who created the term load management. I don't know who started the narrative, but it's completely run amok. 
I think it's dehumanized some of us in, in terms of uh, just the way we prepare ourselves day to day. This is a 24-7 job. Okay. I don't know who came up with load management either. Me neither. I've been trying to find where that started. have not been able to. And believe me, I, I've been like Sherlock Homeboy trying to find that whole but damn thing, it, how it got started. Look, I see Dane Lillard out there, night in, night out. Giannis is out there, night in, night out. By the way, update, if you are just tuning in also, he's having, he's in New York to have his right wrist looked at. That's something to mm-hmm. obviously keep an eye on. Sure. But unless those dudes are really hurt, you know, forget being injured, but just hurt, they're, they're, they're going to be out there grinding if, if their right shin is aching a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it's – and I, I get having to sit every now and then. We're not going to see, you know, the Larry Birds and Magic Johnsons and, and the Michael Jordans playing 82 games and, and then, you know, making that deep run into, into the postseason. Those days are long gone. We all get that. But to be to sit when you are healthy, I mean, I, I just – That brought people the wrong way, it, as it should. Especially the fan that shows up with their family of four who are have, make an average American income – and the day that they show up to go see their favorite player, and he decides, "No, nah, I'm, I'm not sitting. Tonight. I'm a little tired. I got a, I got a headache. You know, I got a runny nose. You know, or you know, my right hip is hurting a little bit. I could easily play, but you know what? Now nah, I'm going to take this one off, Coach. That stings. That that's not good for the game. And to say that 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 dehumanizes you, well, you're the one deciding not to play in certain instances when you are able to play. And if the and if the player decided not to play or the organization said, we think it's in your best interest not to play, then they should make that information available as far as I'm concerned. Because that, that's why Kyrie Especially Irving – Especially if they know in advance. Right. That's why I think Kyrie Irving said that, that it dehumanizes the players because, to me, that was his way of saying that, hey, we're not just making this decision by ourselves to not play. Plenty of times, or maybe half of the time, and I don't know what the numbers are, the organization may say, all right, tonight, you're not feeling what Take the night off. But at that point, they're not even having that kind of conversation. Let people know that we as an organization decided that his hip is not enough to be out there. We're not going to have him compromise that or potentially compromise that. Instead, he's not playing tonight. Sore hip. But wait a minute. You went to the All-Star game and got on a plane and did that. Or you skip one game to play the next night in another city. Yeah. Kyrie of all people, right? What was it, game four or five with the Mavericks? Game four. And they're on the road in Denver, big game with two Mm -hmm. monsters in the West, especially Denver. Oh, my back. Doesn't play. You know why it doesn't play? Because it's coming from him. That's what it (laughs) is. I guess. This comes from Steph. An all-star game, let's go get after it. I'm going to go skiing in Park City. But I tell you what, and to that point. (laughs) He didn't do that. He didn't, but don't put that out there because then that'll (laughs) start trending. But if this comes from Steph Curry, it might be more palatable to people. Because they've seen him not do this. They've seen him out there. But the minute Kyrie Irving says something, and it's something like that that's already a negative, it takes on even more of a negative impact because of where the person that it's coming from, the mouth that it's coming from when it comes to that person. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Way in load management, an issue in the NBA. Ben in Albany, what say you? Yes, uh, great show as always, guys. Thank you. Listen, uh, Freddie, I'm glad you said that because what my thought is this. Why is it such a big deal when we're really only talking about a couple of guys? As you said, most of the superstars play. I mean, Giannis, LeBron, Dane, Tatum, the Joker, Dantage, uh, all these guys actually play. We're really only talking about a couple of guys. But I don't understand how come we don't get the same vitriol when I pay a ticket and the Yankees are coming into town, but they rest judge, you know, but we don't hear about this kind of thing with load management when they do it in baseball. Yeah. They play more games, but 
an MBA is a more taxing thing on the body, too. It's, so yeah. I just wonder why we're making such a big deal out of a few guys out of all the superstars that actually do play most of the time. It's a fair point, by the way. Ian's the one that brought it with the people that continue to play when it comes to Giannis and Nikola Jokic. He's the one that brought that point up. But the kind of not trampling what Ben said, the NBA has always had a stigma when it comes to this, especially, in my opinion, the last 20 years or so. I don't know where it got started, post-Michael Jordan, whatever that is. I firmly believe that when you have a seminal figure like LeBron James, anything that he does, people attach to their whole league. But it also shows that the NBA gets more attention Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge does this to his point. Meh. Kyrie Irving does it. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you guys? I think a lot of it, Ian, has to do with the fact that the NBA gets so much attention and they put themselves out there more than Major League Baseball does the league. Why do you bring Aaron Judge up, though? He played 157 of 162. But that's what he's saying. That I mean, he, come but, on, man. But, but he, but he's, what more do you yeah, want? But he's saying that his <laughs> point that, let's say, <laughs> let's say Kyrie Irving, that's the only, <laughs> let's say Kyrie Irving, that's the only game he decided not to play for the Dallas Mavericks. People will talk more about that will, because yeah. of him than a guy like Aaron Judge, who he had his injury <laughs> issues for Aaron a minute, Judge too. Aaron Judge is spring training right now going, what I do? What the hell? <laughs> How did I get dragged into this? What'd you want, 158? Why am I catching strays? <laughs> I played 157. <laughs> I took up a couple of days to no work on my suntan, and this is the stray I get? <laughs> Don't put me in that Kyrie box. I'm out there. I'm trying to play. Josh in Ohio, what do you got to say about NBA load management, my friend? Hey, guys, morning. Good morning. Uh, two things for me, I guess, personally. Uh, I kind of agree with the idea that if you're a fan of the team, it doesn't matter. Uh, there are very few guys that do sit. But I do think that it's interesting for me hearing that same statement maybe coming from Kyrie to KD, how it'll be read. Because KD is just always that guy that wants to play. If he's healthy, he's going to play. If it's Kyrie, you know, there's the backlog of stuff. And then when it comes to people saying, like athlete-wise, you know, it doesn't matter, does it not. And to say, and I can't remember who said it earlier, with Anthony Edwards saying, you know, he's 21. You know, of course he wants to play all the games. <laughs> Michael Jordan was 35 and a half years old, played 82 games, had 44 games with Scottie Pippen missing half the season, played every playoff game, averaged 28 in the regular season, almost 32 in the playoffs. And, you know, that was not a young guy. And I think that's why people love guys like Michael and Kobe and KD and LeBron and even, you know, maybe not the player he was, but guys like Russell Westbrook, they don't, you don't ever feel like they're cheating the game by saying, uh, today's a little bit hard. You know, they always seem like they've got that best interest of, I want to play, I want to win. And they understand that importance of, like Jimmy Butler had with that kid that flew down from Argentina. You know, that kid came down and he was out, but they still made it a day for him. And I think people, they just gravitate towards that. They gravitate towards those players they feel does care about the fans, even if, you know, deep down they might not need to. But, you know, I think that's important when you're watching the games. Look, I completely agree with that last part, without a doubt. I think most of the big names do play. It it, Mm -hmm. it is a, I wouldn't say a vocal minority, but you always hear, you know, when a Kawhi, and I think we've almost gotten numb to Kawhi, haven't we? Like if he doesn't if he doesn't yeah. play in in, in three uh, three yeah. games out of four, it's like oh, yeah, okay, that's just Kawhi. That's just cu- cu- current I'm used news. to it. You know, that's that's no longer vinegar on your palate. True. Yeah, but other people, Kyrie. I'm gonna tell you right now, living in Dallas, Texas, when how he did, didn't play in Denver, how did that land? You went to any bar in town, man. I was like, oh, Are you, here we go. <laughs> it's already started. Game four. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't We're do building. <laughs> I promise you. I said this on our show, and yes, I'm you telling did. you right now. Yes, you did. There is, 
I am waiting <laughs> on the time when all of a sudden Kyrie says, I'm not playing until the CIA admits they clipped JFK. <laughs> and he's sitting there in the book depository boycotting games. <laughs> yep. Lee Harvey did not act alone. I'm Kyrie Irving, and I refuse to play. I'm Kyrie. That's, that's the stigma that dude has right now. And, and, and when he says something, it's sometimes it comes from an intelligent place. It does. And sometimes yeah. it does not. Everybody wants to continue to weigh in, and we're going to let you. Load management, the issue in the NBA at Triple H at ESPN, 888-729-3776. More of your calls with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons. In for the guys on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max after this from Dallas Shave Club. If you're still overpaying for a razor in this economy, ugh, gross. Inflation is lame. Crying at a gas station is lame. And overpaying for razors, that's lame too. That's why Dallas Shave Club exists. With Dallas Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. They've been hawking shaving products for years online, and they're so excited to bring you the same great quality and low prices to a store near you. Find Dallas Shave Club in the, re- in the men's razor aisle. Get your Dallas Shave Club razor wherever you want. Epic razors. Epically affordable. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The NBA always wondered about attention after the All-Star weekend. (laughs) Boy, have they gotten it. A lot with Matt McClungan and Slam Dunk Contest. But then load management taking center stage even above the All-Star game last night. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. And I will say this, and I'm going to be that guy to say this. Right now, if you're Adam Silver, all this conversation about load management is exactly what your league needs because people may start, to, oh, I wonder so-and-so is going to play. And all of a sudden it drives eyeballs, see if Kyrie's going to play, Kevin Durant's going to play. Any kind of attention, I'm sure he doesn't want bad attention, but this kind of attention, if people are going to find out if they're going to play or not going to play, 
that may not be essentially a bad thing for the NBA in the second half. You know what's nuts? And I know Kyrie was posed the question, right? And Adam Silver was asked to react to, you know, mm-hmm. the answers that, that a lot of the players were also, you know, mm-hmm. posed the question of, is load management an issue? I give players credit. They didn't back away no, from it. No, not at they all. They answered the question. You know, and, and so the commissioner, like, you know, don't agree with it. You know, as far as you know, the the dehumanizing and whatever that Kyrie was talking about, mm-hmm. that load management gives uh, puts on players. But look, there's like 25 games to go. LeBron James was talking about it's the 23 most important games of his career. Yeah, because he doesn't want to miss the postseason again. Absolutely. So you're not going to see a lot of this. What we're uh, what right. was, that was asked about and talked about at All Star Weekend in Salt Lake City. That's a good point. It, yep. You get it, it, now's the sprint. You know, we call it in December in the, in the National Football League the mm-hmm. dash for cash. As Bill Polian famously put it, where guys are now really ramping up, like telling wives and, and girlfriends and your parents, don't bother me right now. You want you want playoff checks? I've got to lock in. You, know, you want I a new car? Got to lock in. I mean, so you want Junior to go to a private school? Got to lock in. It's a dash for cash. Right now in the NBA, this is also the dash for cash. So load management and whatnot is not going to be an issue from here Going forward, unless maybe Kawhi, Kawhi, you know, Kawhi decides to take a night off or two, which has become commonplace. I don't think he will, but then again, I live on planet Earth. I know better when it comes to certain situations and certain people that if they have a playoff spot locked up. Yeah, I can see a couple of games uh, at the end of the regular season that he's going to not take one for the team. Donald in Tennessee at 888-729-3776. Donald, give us your thoughts on NBA load management and the issue that has taken over the league. Man, I can't stand it. I'll be straight up with you. Uh, just I look, first of all, I enjoy you guys. I always listen to both of you guys. You guys do a great job. Appreciate Thank you, man. Thank um, you. Hey, um, I had two sons at that time. We went to Memphis from Nashville, which is three hours. Go down there. The guard they play. What's the good guard they had? Uh, John Moran. Play. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about far as uh, for for the Spurs. Well, they've had a lot of them. <laughs> well, well, we played with Tim Duncan. Oh, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Tony Parker. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of now. That's I'm, quite I'm all right. in my 50s now. I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay. Welcome to my world. We all are. <laughs> 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 and, and then he had Tony. We had uh, had Duncan, and both of them did not play. Okay. Now we went down there three hours. We was go see him. Didn't play. Then we had to get a hotel because we had spent a night. It was a night game. We couldn't just come right back. So we did all that to see two people that we wanted to see and didn't see it. Kids was upset. I'm saying one of them them was very upset. So my point is they need to understand it's more to it than just them taking a a night off. We we look forward to that particular event that day, and it didn't happen. And, and again, if you're going to do that, you know, give my money back then. Get my money back. I promise you, I won't say one word. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Tennessee, hey, we appreciate the kind words and the phone call. And this is the ultimate let the buyer beware that you do not want to have attached to your sport if you're the NBA of any sport. You do not want people to think, if I buy this ticket, eh, you don't want them hemming and hawing more than ever before when so many different entities can take away people's attention that they can spend their money and use their money elsewhere. Yeah, but Matt in Pennsylvania – called us earlier about this and he had an interesting idea and that was and and you brought up the average ticket for a family of four it's 444 dollars and that includes four hot dogs Mm. couple sodas couple cold beers yep mom and dad in addition to the tickets that are non-premium tickets right gonna need that cold beer to keep up with the kids got it and so (laughs) that goes that factors into that 444 (laughs) 
He said, you know, put it, put an insurance tax on it. You know, like, like if you, you want to buy the insurance on your tickets, this is something that NBA owners should consider. And it got me thinking. I mean, I, w- I would be fascinated to see what like a guy like Mark Cuban, who's a brilliant businessman, would Absolutely. say about this, where you, you can buy insurance for a plane ticket, you know, or a vacation or whatever. You insure your car, your house, you know, your phone. Mm-hmm. Could you be able to one day, buy, you know, if you want to buy your insurance and, and – $15, 20 bucks for your tickets, and if two marquee players. So that's the question. What would be the stipulation? You know, yeah. like if if an all-star doesn't play for the opposing team or your team, whatever, and it's unannounced, I mean, that that's the part where you'd have to try and figure out. But it got me thinking, could it be done? Because then, like Donald was talking about, it cost all that money, mm-hmm. then you could probably you possibly get it back. And if you're the NBA, because there really is how you no do easy answer. Exactly. There's really no easy common ground because Adam Silver, as a commissioner, is not going to tell teams what to do. He works at the discretion of the organizations, not the other way around. He can make suggestions. It's up to the ownership groups and the players and the general manager and the coaches to come together and do that. That's number one. Number two, if you're the NBA, the fact that you're having this kind of conversation, I know if I'm Adam Silver in – I'm hoping that players are listening going, you know what? Maybe we got to start thinking twice about doing this. That if we can play hurt, you can't play injured. If we can play through, maybe you need to think a little bit about doing that more in the future and not have this continue to be a, yeah. a narrative in our league. That's what I would hope. Going to be back on campus for the first time in two years. It's been a minute. It feels like homecoming. It really does. No, like, no. Like, I met like Steve home. for the first time. Exactly. Laugh Track's not going to ask me to go play spades. Let's you, go, man. You two can't can be together hearts. ever again. Play That's hearts. why. <laughs> See, this is why we can't have nice things. Greedy with Mike Greenberg comes up next to save everybody through the nation. This is Keisha Taylor Max on ESPN Radio. God help us. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.